Welcome back to another episode of Titanic Minute, your daily podcast where we discuss the movie Titanic minute by minute. I'm your co-host, Rob, and I'm joined as always by my good friends, Joe and Duff. Yeah, let's get this over with. Just kidding. Happy to be here. It's going to be fun. Near, far, wherever you are. Joe, you sounded sounded like Rose uh, in this minute. Yeah, I'm feeling a little down. I hope one of you guys Uh, will save me. In this minute, minute 39 of the movie Titanic, Jack tells Rose not to do it. Um, So Jack shows up. Rose is like, you know, gone to the edge. He's about to jump. Jack shows up and uh, tells her not to do it. She uh, and she tells him to stay back and warns that she'll let go. Um, And I first off, I think we should point out we discussed a little bit yesterday about how they had to keep shooting the scene different days throughout the shoot. And Kate Winslet was having a harder and harder time to figure out ways to cry. And they were just spraying smoke in her face. She also talks about how, what partly what made this so difficult is there's no ocean, right? Like there's no ocean or water that she's standing near. It's just like a green screen and a bunch of green mattresses and like a bunch of grip standing around. (laughs) It's hard to like sell that. Um, but Jack comes up and uh, he uh, <laughs> he goes to he asks if he can get permission uh, to throw his cigarette overboard, which I think is so absurd because he's on a boat and there's plenty of places that you could go. What are you talking about? Cigarette. What are you talking about? <laughs> what do you mean? He's not asking for permission to throw it overboard. That's what he asks her. He kind of points it no. out. He's like, oh, can I throw what, this what overboard? What are you talking about? He he's has a cigarette. All, Joe. All he's he's what he's saying is, I'm just going over here to throw my cigarette over. I'm not going to touch you. Yeah, but he could have gone anywhere to do that, Joe. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to say something. When I was watching the commentary, I was thinking at the time that it sounded really dumb because James Cameron is talking in really simplistic terms about how, yeah, see Jack, Jack throws his cigarette over so that he isn't in to get closer to Rose. Right. And I was was thinking at the time, I'm like, well, yes, thank you. That's really obvious. And you sound like an idiot, James Cameron, but apparently Rob needed that knowledge. (laughs) No, I'm not saying I need that knowledge, but like that's, I know that's why he's doing it, but I just love, I was like, I'm, you know, like his, his, his way in is like, hey, I gotta, I gotta get rid of this cigarette, and I gotta go there to do it. Like, where else am I gonna go? I gotta go over there to throw it over the ledge. I don't even know where where we're going with this. I'm not going anywhere with him. I'm just saying he's on a boat. It's all sides. It's ocean. He could have gone just to the right or left and thrown maybe, it over. Maybe. Uh, I'm. I'm not. So you're Rob, mad. Rob you're deGrasse ma- Tyson over here. <laughs> I, I'm, I don't, upset with the staging. So you're mad 
I don't even understand why you're mad. I'm know. not mad. I'm just pointing out that I love, like, I actually enjoy how the way he finds a way, because he comes up to her and she's like, you know, stay away. If you get any closer, I'm going to, I'm going to jump, right? I mean, she's, she's okay. warning uh, him. And his way to get closer is like, well, I got this cigarette and I, I'm done with it. And I need to get rid of it. Okay. So gonna, I have to get closer. We're going to have to review the tape because that, I, you, the first time you said it, it sounded totally opposite but maybe i'm wrong i mean i say things incorrectly often (laughs) okay um because yes i agree with you that it's a good it's a good in to get closer to her it's also an absurd in is what i'm trying to say like because you he doesn't have yeah i think that's where we got off that's not absurd what maybe he didn't want to put he's just doing the old hey we're buddies here i'm just gonna take a step right here toss my cigarette over i'm not here's my question Here's my question, uh, guys. If he wasn't a smoker, would she have killed herself? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because well, uh, she would have turned around and been like, "Ugh, that guy doesn't look too very cool." I'm just gonna. Oh yeah. wait, hold on. Never mind. Ooh, flavor country. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like a real Marlboro man. Isn't uh-huh. this a bizarre way for um, our love interest to meet? Uh, well, it's bizarre in the aspect that you don't often see people attempting to kill themselves i would hope but well, it, I, I mean are you saying you don't like it i'm not saying well i mean it's not subtle we've discussed that but i just in general we have this movie titanic written by james cameron of all people his previous film being true lies and the deft way that handled their relationship a married couple nonetheless um one of the most I mean you can't argue this one of the most famous romances in the history of film right and there's no doubting how much this relationship between Jack and Rose means and meant to many 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 people none yet of the way they been, meet, none of whom have been on this content, this yeah, podcast just Claire just Claire yet the way they meet is one of them is trying to kill themselves and the other person's like trying to stop him like i that's strange it's bizarre and i can't think of any other movie where that's like how our our meat cute happens <laughs> uh what about what about your favorite movie speed that's kind of a weird circumstance for two lovers to meet yeah but it's not like it's not like sandra bullock is trying to jump out of the bus and and uh Keanu reeves like hold on let me get rid of my cigarette first. <laughs> get a little closer. That would be the equivalent, right? Yeah. Um, I I mean, it's bizarre. I, it's a kind of a downer, I guess. <laughs> I. It's just strange. It's 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 extremely strange to me that well, that's how. How, this how should they have met? Should they have swiped left on Tinder or whatever the kids do? Oh, I don't know. I mean, swipe like, right, big guy. I was I was just about to say that I I have not ever dated anywhere close to Tinder or apps being a thing. So that's well, my excuse. Well, listen, there's been plenty of romances created and written over the years where our uh, our uh, our leading couple didn't meet with one of them trying to jump over the side of a boat. Uh, okay. Oh, well, what's your answer? How should they have met? Um, uh, Jack gets caught that he doesn't, it's, he's not the one in charge of that ticket. 
So they put him to work on the boat, and he meets her in the dining area as he's uh, busting a table. Hold on. <laughs> like she bumps into him, and he spills wine on her. Yeah, he's like, "Oh, I'm so sorry." So, in, <laughs> so hold on, hold on. I'm I got caught up at if they catch riffraff trying to get on the boat, they make he doesn't, them be waiters. He doesn't. What did you say? He isn't in charge of the ticket. <laughs> <laughs> it's not his like they're like wait a minute this is not the name on this ticket you're not sven so instead of just kicking him off at the the door him and fabrizio have to wash dishes in the dining area why would they have let them on the boat if the tickets weren't good and they caught them it's too late this is they've already they've already set sail and then they why went they through check to check the, why tickets. would they check their ticket after they get on it's like listen it's a lot of people it's a big boat mistakes happen once you and get they on, found it. You, once you get on an airplane, they don't ask for your ticket mid-flight. <laughs> this isn't an airplane. This is a big ship in it's 1912. The, oh, it's the same principle. Like the You're whole, the same. Principle. The whole point is that once they've shown the ticket at the door, it's just assumed that you have you are okay. That's why the are, ticket taker has an important job. So if anyone needs a writer, um, obviously Rob's available. <laughs> I'm great. Like a screenplay. Uh, if you'd like to commission something, if anyone uh, needs a naysayer, Duff's around. Minute at gmail dot com. <laughs> you, uh, I'm so aggravated. Uh, I, I, I like my idea. So, you guys I think it'd be. So, I think it'd be so beautiful if they met in a dining room while he was working, and he picked yeah. up her plate after she ate all the food, and then they looked at each other. And yeah, he, and it'd be a said, change of the gender. With this? To, no, oh, I got it. I got it. I got it. Oh, oh, oh. okay. He he reaches for the plate. And he says, are, are you finished? And then she looks up to him and she says, I'm just getting started. <laughs> oh, see? Yeah. And then she reaches her foot over to his leg and kind of brushes it a little bit. Oh, now it's getting, now it's getting sexy. Yeah, I like this. <laughs> this is better. This uh, is How is this worse than what if she's upset about all the rich meals she has and she just runs to the back of the boat to jump over? Okay, we gave her the we gave it the Joe treatment. I've swiped right before. I know how this works. <laughs> so, to be fair, she's sad because she's basically like being pimped uh, out by her mom. She's basically in an arranged marriage. We like, don't know that yet. Okay, fair enough. Um, how about how about this scenario? As, okay. long as, as long as we're rewriting so that there's no suicide involved. What if uh, what if it's a literal slave ship and Jack is a oh slave? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my. That's way worse. Netflix, are you listening? Make a 10-episode, one-season show where Jack and Fabrizio work the kitchen on the Titanic. <laughs> and all the hijinks that happen. Uh, Siri, when does A Night to Remember's copyright expire? <laughs> What if, uh, what if Jack and Fabrizio, if one of them owned the other? <laughs> what? <laughs> and that is somehow. Well, he owes him a life debt. It says. Yes. Oh, okay. I got two more ideas. One. Everyone, everyone is so mad at us right now. <laughs> Jack and Fabrizio are arrested and put in the brig when they find out that they didn't get their tickets the right way <laughs> what uh, what is hold on right hold on do let me finish who buy, do, do you think right people way. who buy their tickets on StubHub like get put in jail <laughs> if the if the team finds out yeah. joe this is before StubHub. listen so they put a handcuff on jack and fabrizio 
and they're handcuffed together and they escape but they're still handcuffed together and so there's just all these ways of Jack trying to go on dates of Rose but like Fabrizio's like covered with jackets and like just behind him and trying to he doesn't she doesn't like Jack doesn't want Rose to know that Fabrizio's handcuffed to him and Fabrizio keeps moving his hands a lot when he talks and Leo hit <laughs> slaps himself in the face and Rose is like, why do you keep hitting yourself? Well, Fabrizio uh, shouldn't be talking. He's hiding. He's like hiding behind the corner. So, so when uh, <laughs> later on when Jack draws Rose, he says, Fabrizio, put on this bandana and don't look. <laughs> exactly. Just be oh, quiet. Or, or Jack dies. <laughs> Wow. And Fabrizio, Fabrizio knows that as an Italian, he has no chance of Rose, so he just props up Jack's dead body everywhere to try. Oh, to- so it's a weekend at Bernie scenario. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> okay, we should bring this up though. Sincerely, weekend at guys- Bertolucci's. <laughs> <laughs> sincerely, sincerely, have you guys heard this theory that Jack is a figment of Rose's imagination? No, he's he's not a real <laughs> like he's not a real a, person. Are you? No. Is it your theory? No, I I mean I believe this. I think that's just kind of become a lazy thing to do in the wake of Fight Club. Like I've there's the uh, is Ferris Bueller imaginary theory, mm-hmm. and I, yep. I've heard it for a couple other movies. It's just something like, what if this person? How does that make sense for Ferris Bueller? <laughs> I, that's I don't know. A guy's looking. A guy's, a guy's literally looking for Ferris Bueller the entire movie. I didn't make the theory. I'm just saying. I, I see know, that. but you seem to have read it. How is that explained? I, I read it a lot. This has been around a while. I don't remember, mm. Joe. Google guys, it. A lot of anger. Caroline, ask yell at Caroline. <laughs> oh, that's a good idea. I keep forgetting that we have that resource. I'm not mad. I just I'm really curious about it. Car- Caroline's the research staff, so get her on that. Um. So yeah, there's a theory that Jack never existed, and I well, believe he I didn't because he's made up. <laughs> so um, there, it's true. Jack so never existed. He is a figment of Rose's imagination, which she invents during a psychotic episode. <laughs> um, she invents? You mean? Yeah. The first okay. time uh, Rose meets Jack is when it she's feels, about it to. It feels jump. like the first time. <laughs> Joe, come on. I, I'm going to mute my She's mic. She's about I'm to jump from mic. the ship. <laughs> <laughs> so. She's about to jump from the ship to avoid marrying her upper-class fiancé, Cal. And it's just a projection. Jack is just a projection of Rose's subconscious that appears at the perfect moment to save her and to help her realize her independence. He even tells Rose, you're going to die if you don't break free. What? When does that happen? Hold, hold, hold on. I've, I, have a thing to, I have things to say. Okay. So in James Cameron's mind, according <laughs> to this theory, even in a woman's fantasy, she needs a man to, uh, to teach her how to be independent. How to be free. Even in a yeah. fantasy, is, she I needs don't believe a man. this theory. This theory is this theory's garbage. No, this theory is garbage for a number of reasons. First... First of which, who made the drawing then? Good point. Um, James Cameron did. (laughs) I'd say that the whole theory already falls apart. Also, like he, they, like the big part of this movie is the fact that they invite this third class guy up to first class, and how like how much of like a a difficulty that is. Like you can't just. (laughs) She's not just like you know what. You know what this is. This this is going in the pile of. 
the topics of being pedantic about stuff that doesn't matter. And the other thing I hate in this vein on the internet is, oh, are these movies really in the same universe? No, they're not. They're they're never in the same universe. It's just some dumb theory you made up. Do either of you guys have anything else for minute thirty nine? I have a question I forgot to ask yesterday. Okay. Do you would you mind indulging me? No, go ahead, Joe. I know that uh, it's not a Tyson Tuesday. I know it's Tyson Thursday. <laughs> I guess yeah, Tyson Thursday. So the, I actually don't remember which shot of the stars he got his panties in a twist about. It's not was the it, one last. Was it yesterday. the one? It's not the one where Jack's staring up from the bench. No, it's. I think it's Is it at uh, the end. It's at the end when everyone's drowning and freezing to death. That's what he was focusing oh, okay. on. <laughs> yeah. Um, I do have one thing, guys. Uh, I want to do this tomorrow and today. I'll start with Kate Winslet. I want to talk about her filmography prior to Titanic. Oh. We didn't talk about the James Cameron perv lighting in this minute. We hinted to it yesterday, and it makes me uncomfortable. Okay. It makes me feel That's a lot fair. Of Let's just say that the three of us find it in poor taste. If it was, yes. I, I'm assuming it was intentional. Yeah. Yeah. Some male gaze. Yes. I, I guess I can just pick that um, for our screenshot for today so people know what we're talking about. Exactly. Yes. Um, so, uh, Kate Winslet's filmography prior to Titanic, the two big movies she was known for prior would be Heavenly Creatures and Sense and Sensibility. Um, did she win an Oscar for Sense and Sensibility or get nominated? No. I'm, oh, I don't, there's I, no way of finding out. <laughs> well, what she didn't win until The Reader because that was... Okay. Because that was a big deal because she'd been nominated like 10 times and then she won for a movie that no one saw. So she, so she was nominated maybe for Sense and Sensibility? Let's find out. I, I got right. it. You go okay, on with thanks. filmography talk. Okay. Um, uh, and so I was curious how she got casted for this because like, it's, it's fair to say she was not the star. Um, and in an interview with Rolling Stone magazine, uh, Kate Winslet explained that after she read the Titanic screenplay, she, quote, I closed the script wept floods of tears and said right i've absolutely got to be a part of this no two ways about it so she got james cameron's number from her agent and then called the director on his car phone and (laughs) said and he was on the freeway and james cameron said i'm going or um i think she said i'm going somewhere and i think he pulled over no he said i'm going somewhere and then he pulled over and he said uh, I just have to do this, and you're really mad if you don't cast me. So Kate Wins is like, you have to cast me. So she got an audition, and three days after showing James what she was all about, she sent him a bunch of roses. Oh, hold on. Is with that a, a euphemism note. for the, the sketch? No, it's not, Joe. Kate okay. Winslet is above casting couches, Joe. Well, we've learned she a lot sent of him a bunch of roses over these past few months. Joe! She sent him a bunch of roses with a note that said, from your rose. So, so there. She, she pulled a uh, a Sean Young. Except hers worked. What did, when did Sean Young use it for? Ace Ventura? Uh, she really <laughs> wanted to be Catwoman in Batman Returns. And she literally like crashed an audition dressed in a homemade Catwoman outfit. Oh. And that... it's said that among other things, that that kind of sunk her career, but that was kind of the straw that broke the camel's back. And then she did Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. 
I like Ace Ventura. I do too. I do too. <laughs> Joe Kate Winslet was she nominated for a uh, uh, yeah Oscar? best supporting actress yeah, for Sense and Sensibility two years okay. prior. So okay. she was nominated. Has been nominated one two three seven times, three times for supporting actress, four times for best actress, and yes, she won for the reader. And she's she, also she was also nominated supporting actress for the blockbuster smash Steve Jobs, which everyone is still talking about. <laughs> one of, one of uh, seven Steve Jobs movies released that year. Yeah, so the, the, you, uh, the, it's a rule that you have to make tons and tons of biopics about the worst human beings on the planet. <laughs> Do either of you guys have anything else for minute thirty nine? Okay, yeah, let's. Uh, I'm ready for happy hour. All right, happy hours tomorrow, right. uh, listeners. You should go to Titanic Minute Steerage on Facebook. You can interact with us. Maybe you can get us engaged. Maybe you can get one of us mad. Um, yeah, <laughs> who could that be? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> and we'll be back tomorrow. Tomorrow's happy hour. Um, grab your drinks. Yeah. Not while you're driving, of course. Yeah. And we'll be back tomorrow with uh, minute forty of Titanic. Come on.